recorded live in front of a studio audience. It's the Side Quest, your weekly journey into the beautiful world of video games, video game culture, and the people that enjoy such things. Um, we are your friendly hosts from the website known as SideQuesting. I'm Dolly Domofsky. Joining me is Taylor Bliss right here. It's me. It's you. And Zach Quest. Hey, it's me. Merry Christmas, gents. Thanks. How you guys doing? Good. <sighs> doing all right. Recovering. Look at the beautiful beards on both you guys. Love it. Love to see it. Where yeah, was your where, where yeah, was your beard, Dolly? I, I had shaved uh, the day before Christmas, so it's, it's still just yeah, but, slowly. But yeah, why? It's, it just grows slow. Well, I'm going. You... I'm planning on shaving my head. Uh, January first, I'm chopping oh. it all off. <clears throat> He's tired of it. He's tired of the I mean, jokes. I have, it, I have hair. I'm just like, you know what? Cut it all off and then just let it. Has your grow. Has your daughter been ribbing you about it? She's been like, oh, totally, totally. Has she really? Like, Dad, She's like, what hair are you shaving off? And I'm like, yeah, good call. That's a good point. Yikes. At least my bald spots won't, uh, won't show up as much. But, yeah, how was your, uh, your breaks, dude? This is my break oh. starting now. Oh, nice. Starting today. Yeah. <clears throat> Taylor's okay. on his break, and I've been on a couple month-long breaks. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice, nice. Yeah, I, today's first day. I already beat one awesome. game. Nice. What game? Norco. We'll, we'll talk about. We'll talk about it. All right. We'll, we'll get to it. We'll talk about it. Well, there isn't a lot of news uh, this week, so there. Really uh, I mean, there is one big piece of news. Yeah, go ahead. A recent ahead. recent IGN interview: Kojima plans oh, yeah. on becoming an AI to I stick around after it. death. So, um, I mean, you know, this will take us between minute two and minute forty-two of the podcast. So <laughs> let's get started. Let's dissect it. So there's NFTs, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> All right. So bridges. So bridges. No, it's Kojima doing Kojima stuff. Yeah, Zach's rubbing his eyes because that's exactly what happens whenever Kojima opens his mouth. He's just a a beautiful bastard. But uh, yep. it's just it's just it's just Koji. We'll have to have him. On I mean, the show. if we have the <laughs> yeah, chat, we'll have to. If we have <laughs> the AI version of him. If we can have a chat AI that can basically like write anything pretty well, I mean, we could potentially yeah. have a Kojima one in the future. True, true, true. Uh, I mean, that's basically that's basically it. There really wasn't any. <laughs> there really wasn't anything else. I looked around for news, and it's like no, nothing. Um, nothing just big. Covering uh, from family stuff. I mean, we won't have anything until until next week um, when things slowly start to get back into into it and really the beginning of the year um yeah, the, the, most, slow. Most yeah like are, like like many other industries this is this is the break week um exactly. you know christmas and uh new year's is the uh the five days that most people take off so yeah it's it's always skeleton crews um uh outlined by the fact i i follow the the steam deck subreddit and uh, things aren't going so good over there. Uh, oh, Valve, no, Valve dropped a couple of big patches. Oh, they big dropped 3.4 like on December 22nd or 23rd. Um, and what that meant, and because, you know, Valve hasn't exactly launched um, any consoles, as, at least as far as I've been keeping track. 
so what happened is that people opened them for Christmas mm-hmm. and <laughs> they didn't launch because they required an update immediately. Um, oh. And it was pre setup that it demanded to be connected to the internet to be able to update. Mm-hmm. So um, the issue there, of course, is the fact that Valve is notorious in that um, every holiday they always go on a big like everybody's out everybody um and then they go and then they go on a big trip usually it's like hawaii or some shit um so that ain't getting fixed until the end of this week at the earliest um so lots of lots of suggestions of like you know usb cord for tethering and lots of people have found workarounds like that anything they can get it online will work but obviously the device only has Wi-Fi built in. So unless you can somehow hardwire it so that it gets a dedicated IP to get online, it just, it, it don't, it don't work. Um, oh, that sucks. Yeah. Oh. Anyway, classic stuff. Any classic. other news, Dally? <laughs> Nothing. That's it. That's all I had. I didn't have anything. I was Damn. Having, I didn't have anything. Um, but uh, yeah, it's like, I said, slow, slow week. Like I said, um, I'm, uh, I just enjoyed family time and um, trying to play a few games, and that's it. Like I said, it's all good stuff. Yeah, no, it's um, like you mentioned it. There's uh, uh, this is the slow week for everyone, and, and you'll actually you'll see some announcements the very beginning of next week. And by beginning, I don't mean Monday the second. Um, I mean Tuesday the third. A lot of people take that Monday off for the observed holiday. Uh, at least in the U.S., they do. So <clears throat> you'll see. Announcement. I don't know of any announcements. I'm just, I'm just hypothetical. But if you're going to see announcements, they're going to start popping in the second of uh, of January and and go forward from there. So and usually, um, even then, those are like super small games. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we have what we've got. Uh, the only thing that we know is happening that's big ish, I guess, is the PSVR two launch, and that's already been talked about, and that's in February. And people, I don't know. There's hasn't been any buzz about that. Um, because people are kind of cooked on VR, <laughs> especially yeah. expensive tethered to PS5 VR um, stuff. But um, yeah, I, I don't know. There's no there's no stuff to talk about except for games that we've been playing, which is the perfect time of year. So we're gonna talk about the stuff we're gonna play, and then we're gonna do some predictions and things that we're looking forward to for 2023. So it should be a relatively light and enjoyable show if you like video games, which I, I know you guys do. I do. Um, it'll be a fun time. So let's <clears throat> let's get with some of the, the stuff that we're playing. Um, I'm going to go first this time because I never, ever go first, and I'm, I'm excited to, to go first. Um, one of the games that I've been playing, uh, so I've, uh, I've been playing a lot of games in handheld, obviously, so Steam Deck and um, Switch. By the way, did you guys, uh, you guys saw your Steam play or replay, yeah. yearly replay thing? And uh, Taylor and I are like, okay, yeah, 30 to 50 games. All right, sounds good. And Zach was like 8,000 games he somehow played using the idol. No. <laughs> I don't even uh, know. This man's farming cards. Yes. I, you know, I was doing the same thing. That's why I, I, I didn't realize that I had, um, uh, let's see, like 75 hours in Ion Fury. Uh, I'm like, I don't even remember playing that game. I remember I did play it on the Steam Deck, but apparently I had like 18 play sessions on the Steam Deck for like a total of, I don't know, 
20 hours something. I don't remember. I don't remember that. I don't remember. I, remember, I booted it up once, but whatever. Uh, <clears throat> anyways. Um, yeah. So that was fun to see just because you got to see some of your, um, you know, some of Stardew. Cool was my number one. Damn, you, I you were. Like, I, I swear, like I, I check in to see what you're playing when I'm open up my Steam, and I don't remember. Like I swear to God, you were just playing it at night. Like you just, <laughs> you're waking up at two in the morning to start a sesh. Well, there is a. I found a guide on how to do like a perfect year one like run. Okay. So I just like followed this guide religiously down to the rng like where to stand and where to do this so i did that for a bit and nice. i started a new new farm i was like i don't want to follow those rules i just want to do my own <laughs> thing and then yeah i put in a couple hundred hours <laughs> <laughs> that's good okay I, I finally started playing that game i it's, owned it's it great. when it first launched <laughs> and then like i maybe put like an hour into it back then but then i finally got into it this year and yeah sunk a good, good amount of hours in it. it's good it's good good game great game um <clears throat> I am playing a retro-looking game uh, mm. that is not on Steam. I don't believe it's on Steam. It's on Itch and mm. uh, and Itch and Switch um, platforms that rhyme. And this game uh, was announced uh, way earlier this year <clears throat> as an indie, and uh, I purchased it recently because it was on one of those um, indie sales on uh, on the Switch. And that game is Elekhead. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's just a, a cool little platformer. Has like, it looks a little bit like Mega Man 2 from a visual standpoint. Um, but uh, it's just such an awesome little puzzle game. And it's very quick. You can like knock this game out hey. in like, I don't know, an hour maybe at most. Because um, I just sat there watching 1899 and playing this, playing this game. <clears throat> uh, but it, it essentially what this game is, and I'm, I'll be pausing it as we're going through here. Um, here, I'll start from, from this point. So you're this little dude, right? And uh, you can see, guys can see my pointer. All right. Yeah. Uh, you're this little guy. And anything, oops, anything he touches, damn, anything he touches gets electrified because he's basically a little battery, a living battery. And some things, if they're electrified, like in this case, it extended these send this platform out and you can walk across here cool you kind of learn this is sort of like the earlier portion of the game where you're you're learning stuff all right no problem that's kind of neat and then you jump up it disappears and it's no longer uh you know uh because no longer electrocuted you can fall through these guys right here your goal is to jump over them in some ways so right now they can shoot through the to the ceiling so if you jump up let me rewind that there if you jump up over those guys, whatever, then they'll. Um, they I think we get it. Uh, when when you when you yeah. electrify the services, it changes their properties, yeah, and so you have to so play cool. with the you have to play with Thank whether or you. not the service is electrified to solve puzzles, basically. Damn, you nailed it, and it's such a well, you beautifully put it. Or you know, otherwise you can die. Um, it's uh, it's just a very very easy to understand uh mini metroidvania style game because you do go back to certain areas you can unlock certain things and get little skill sets and stuff you can throw your head later on like you saw the little thing there chuck your head and then move your body around as you're kind of running around to to activate stuff and then get back to your head because your your head is basically the actual battery part so um real fun game uh i've you know i've been i've been totally enjoying it. i i highly recommend picking it up it um i got a, i got a game dev buddy on who will basically 
uh recommend this game every single time like yes. it's just like i just i just see him say it like probably i don't know almost once a month it's like by the way a likehead still like exists it. and you don't own it go buy it yes and the cool thing about this area you're throwing, throwing ahead this is a great game for someone who is learning game dev because you mentioned a game yeah because it speaks to um puzzle solving uh 101 um and how we interact with it's all about interacting with the environment and in fact there are levels of this game that are genius levels that i think this designer is from uh is it from japan or it's somewhere in the east um i'm not 100 percent sure which country but uh uh there there are genius levels of design in this game that remind me a lot of world one one in mario brothers like that infamous Miyamoto designed it so when the turtle's coming at you or the Goomba, whatever's coming at you, you want to jump over it, but it's aligned perfectly. So you jump to hit the block and the little power up comes out and you're like, oh, and you can land. And so this has that that feel where it's designed for you to just go do stuff and you learn automatically as you as you just walk across. And I, and I love that about this game because. Um, there's no hand-holding. It's literally just go and do things, and you will learn and get better as you go along. And again, it's great for game dev uh, or budding game designers who are um, looking to get into it, into the craft, and it's it's real easy to understand. So, yeah, pick it up. Um, I'm all about it. It. it has been... It's been on Steam for quite a bit, too. Is it on Steam for, now? Okay. Yeah, it, 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 it has been for it has more. been for a while. And you were... Okay. You were just, just to confirm, yes, it, it was by a Japanese developer. Awesome, awesome, and I think it was, I think it was early access for a while, and like the might have been, yeah, yeah. Uh, anyways, it's excellent. Pick it up; it's a great game. Um, uh, and then the other game I've been playing is not an indie game, but it mm. is a. Uh, we, got, oops, we got some folks saying hi. Hey there! Eight minutes late. There you go. Well, you were late, um, Lisa. Hi, Lisa. Uh, <laughs> the other game that. Um, I've been playing is not a like I said not an indie game but it yeah. is about nostalgia uh, it is a PSP game that is now on modern consoles and that is Crisis Core Reunion um, and uh, yeah playing this playing this game I'm playing it on Switch because it was on a nice little there was like a 10 buck sale or something on Switch I picked it up um, or $10 off whatever at the store so uh, and it looks and actually it looks and runs fine surprisingly you i don't normally say that about games that are ported over across platform but this one is actually i think it's because the nature of it was just a psp it's crazy what happens when it's based on a psp game (laughs) but it also kudos to just the original psp game being very easy to to program but um they remade the assets yeah Yeah, i'm playing this they remade the assets in the remake engine which is like unreal engine 4 i think much more scalable yeah Yeah. and i mean i'm playing it on ps ps5 60 frames a second 4 4k looks great Uh, yeah it's good it's it's the same old attacks of the. I'm still not a fan of the stupid. Uh, the no, it's the great. Dice Stop. roll. Yeah, no. there's still some stuff on there that I'm not a big fan of. No, but cool. um, it yeah, it's still it's still a good game. It's still a fun game. It's great. I mean, I haven't finished Final Fantasy VII Remake, so I will be kind of juggling between this and Remake in the near future before uh, uh, the second game. Comes Just put out. them on Obviously. Game Pass already. Yeah, yeah, ain't gonna happen. 
this might come to Game Pass. I don't think yeah. remake will come to Game Pass anytime soon. Uh, but yeah, anyways, it's cool. Um, it's it's just it's a classic. It's just great to play this game again because it was forgotten. It was kind of lost to time, not forgotten, but it was lost to time because it was stuck on the PSP, and uh, it it was stuck on UMDs, <laughs> and uh, and you couldn't get those anymore, and you couldn't get it on the Vita. I don't think right. It wasn't downloaded. No. Well, I mean, uh, I don't know if they offered it because there was a there was a bunch of. Um... There was a bunch of digitals that you could put on Vita because I know because I had like the PS3 portable version of uh-huh. um, Persona, but I don't know if Crisis yeah. Core was one of them or not. I don't think Crisis Core was. I don't one think one so. One. But I mean, it's if people wanted it back. That that um, sounds like a silly thing that Sony would pull off is not putting a game like this on Vita. I think it's probably Square Quite more own. than Sony. Yeah, uh, that's fair. But it's great. It's a great game, um, a fun game, I should say. And uh, yeah. I'm only a few hours into it, but uh, it holds up. It still holds up. It's really story based, which I which I totally enjoy about it. And uh, um, yeah, cool. Yeah, it's really it's a really great. yeah it's a really easy game to like pick up yeah. and play because yeah. you have missions where it's like okay I'll go do these missions and then like I'll stop and then because like the main story and the missions are separate things. You do the missions to like grind like materials and yep. and summons and gear and stuff and then you have the main story which you which it, it does a good job of like pushing you along and keeping you leveled um but yeah it's really easy to jump in and out and play and mm. i yeah the story i i haven't played crisis core uh so this is my first time playing it um okay. and i and this is like i know i'm gonna play this and then i'm gonna play remake again on my ps5 because it's a part of the playstation plus collection and then finally play the yuffie chapter which is which was exclusive for forever so yeah like i'm just kind of in that zone right now but it's cool that they're like remaking these final fantasy 7 like canon games Mm -hmm. that are actually like important to the story and redoing them in the new engine and kind of Changing there's there's some things they're changing too that are pretty interesting. So I'm excited to see where they go with it. Do you think they'll ever come out with uh, Before Crisis? That was the phone one, I think, right? Um, yeah, that got delayed. It was supposed to, it yeah. was supposed to come out like this month. So. The be, no no Before Crisis. Wait, what's uh, is? I don't know is what that, game you're talking about, so. I can't before, well, no, It's, it's before a, Crisis. It was a mobile game that has all the Final yeah. Fantasy VII games in one, but it's a mobile game that's not this. It's like a completely like Correct. different mobile game app. It's supposed to come out this yes. month, and they yeah, so it's like a whole delayed different it. Before Crisis. And yeah. then uh, there was the Dirge of Cerebus. That's the other one. Dirge yeah, they're definitely going to come out with that. That's like, I I, I would say next year. It wouldn't be a, a surprise because Vincent's pretty important. To the story storyline and in the actual about, are you talking about ever crisis ever crisis is the one no uh so ever crisis is the mobile one that's coming out which is unrelated right. it's it's a new one before crisis was a mobile game that was released around the same time as this that never made it way to the u.s and never oh it's a whole different game okay. it's actually it's that one and yes as opposed Vincent as opposed to final fantasy 7 colon after yeah. crisis the one you're talking about dally is before crisis colon Correct. final fantasy 7 
Not yeah. the same. There you go. That one. You okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, Dirge of Cerberus <laughs> is definitely coming out. They, since Vincent is really important to the story, and he's like barely in Final Fantasy VII originally, um, he his story is kind of it's important. A vampire, baby. And a bunch of other things. And that's a big fast spoiler, Dally. And all that. Uh, the game is thirty years old. I don't think he's going to be a vampire this time around. They're, they've they've already changed a bunch of stuff, so I mean, like, yeah. just don't. But yeah, I'm excited to see what yep. they do. So and that was bizarre. Uh, that's and of course, a lot of Marvel Snap and uh, like family party games and things like that. But uh, those are kind of the two. Still plugging away at Pokemon, chipping away at that game. And about to, I'm trying to figure out <clears throat> if as soon as I finish Crisis Core, should I jump into Xenoblade Three, yeah. um, or I'm try- I want to because I have to add in the uh, what's it called the uh, I have to have an RPG. I always have to have a big RPG to go through that I'm just constantly chipping away. Xenoblade Two was a hundred hours of my life le- this year in 2022. Xenoblade Three, I'm only going to be a year behind with Xenoblade Three, so that's actually good news because I know they're going to be releasing the extra story stuff yeah. uh, later this year. So. But I might, ju- I might. Just I haven't finished it. it either. It's, it's on my, it's on my list for this week. Xenoblade. Hey, I, yeah, yeah, to finish it. And Zach, you never finished it either. I never finished it. I'm in the last second to last chapter. So yeah, I think I think I'm around there. Maybe even further. Yeah. So. All right. Well, uh, let's move on to uh, let's move on to Taylor. Speaking of things that you did you're about to play let's talk about games that you are playing that i am playing um well i mean i didn't play anything for the past like four days before today because uh, that's what the holidays yep. do uh yep. nowadays um and uh so today i this is my this is my break daughter still goes to daycare but i'm not at work and so i picked up started and finished norco in one sitting. Nice. How long of a game is it? It's like four hours. Okay. It's like four to six. Yeah. Um, you know, I'd say you expect expect around five, at least. Okay. Um, you know, it, it's four if you're playing fast and loose. Um, I'm a when I'm playing a point. This is basically a point and click adventure game. Okay. And when I play a point and click adventure game, I have to inspect everything and then interact with it um if you're yeah, just one of those pe- if you're one of those people that are like that's that thing i need i'm going to interact with it without reading any of the other stuff about it then this is going to take you literally that'll save you 45 minutes no li- no no lie there's a lot of text in the video game um uh all the i found it weird that there is actually a battle like yeah. you just watch this there's battle me- there's a battle mechanic in it the first nice. time i got to that portion i was like what? it was completely left field to me i was like i did not know what was going on um uh yeah i mean it's uh you know i i, I definitely have a very different take than zach does um because it speaks very little to me by comparison as far as you know the intimacy of sure. of the sure. setting um it's mostly just kind of a interesting sci-fi game with a specific backdrop to it um and you know at least being in the u.s and knowing about um the bayou and and 
Louisiana area, you know, it, it's not, it's foreign to me, but it's not unknown. Um, so it's just like, to me, it's just a setting, um, like anywhere else yeah. out, out there. Um, so in that part, you know, obviously the, uh, the sci-fi of it, it becomes significantly more compelling than any other portion of it to it, which, uh, which takes a little bit longer to develop. Um, if, if you're from anywhere near this region, you're going to get hooked by it's by the game itself first. And then the sci-fi will creep in. Uh, for me, I had like the true interest is, is more of a, is a slower burn, which I think is probably their intention. Um, I, I I don't think that they're going in with like, we're really going to get the Gulf folks with this one. You know, that's not why they, they didn't really make the game with that as their angle. Um, but yeah, I mean, as far as point-and-click adventures go, uh, there's not really many that corner this type of angle, which is um, a the you know futuristic dystopian uh, version of what could become uh, many of our coastal areas in the United States, uh, which is a serious concern, uh, and also you know corporate conglomerates and. Uh, artificial intelligence and all it hits a lot of those notes all at once but does it in a very mature and intellectual way it's a good game it's yeah yeah it's it's a good game because like i was saying when i talked about it like it hits home for me for a lot of reasons but also like besides that everything a part of it is so smart and so well realized and actually kind of like on the precipice of what we're coming into now is like yeah it's it's very timely it's it's Uh, very just like it's like this this feels like it is around the corner uh it's very scary in that aspect yeah i mean you know it's as as silly as you know it but it uses it all and it also is very funny um it takes the idea of like the whole joke of birds aren't real and flips (laughs) that on its head and that's a whole subplot um you know, uploading your, your, your brain to a computer chip. And then is, you know, a part of it. And it, those are things that feel close, but distant at the same time. So it feels like it, it could just be right around the corner while at the same time feeling absolutely ridiculous. Um, yeah. it's, it, it, it treads the line very well. Yeah, there's, so whenever you play as Kay's mom, uh, you integrate a lot with her phone. So there's apps that you get throughout the story. And uh, like there's an app you have where you take on like small little tasks for like a <laughs> anonymous guy. And you get basically Bitcoin put into your account. And that is like, it's kind of just like we're, we're already there as yeah. like, as like, it's just so eerie but the reason why she's doing it is even like is even more sad yeah and and that's the one that's and that's the part like the reason why she's doing it um i'll put i'll say that it's medical related um and like the idea of the that portion of the dystopian future is like like already here for hundreds of thousands if not millions of americans so like that's like that one is almost too close to home. Yeah. And then like, so there's, there's things like that, those layers. And then for me, whenever like I checked her text, 
because like, I just went in there like, let's read her text messages. And I saw her messages to Kay. And there's like an exchange that the mom and the daughter, the main character, I don't know if it's a girl, her, her just her name's Kay. Uh, there's an there's an exchange in there that that reminded me a lot of one I had with my mom. And like that's just like the moment where the game just kind of broke I me. Mean, I was like, oh, like this is like this has reached a level that I don't think I'll ever feel with the with the game before. It's kind of echoing how my mom and I used to talk and stuff. So it was really a lot. So. Um, the last thing was that the, the other part, but especially by the end of the game, uh, the thing that, that I, that did resonate was, uh, you know, strip, strip away some of the sci-fi and surrealistic, just, surrealistic yeah. portions of it is how much of it, a a you know, Anybody that has any family, whether you don't necessarily have to have kids, but if you do, you know, if you have parents, if you have a sibling, um, that relation um, and questioning whether or not if you know who those people are or not. And the only way that you do is if you ask them to tell you and how if you don't have that conversation, you'll never know was kind of like for me, the overriding um, emphasis for the story. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a marvel of a game. There's just a lot you can just like unpack. It's such a dense five hour thing. Nice. There's just so much, there's even a whole subplot that we haven't even talked about because it's kind of hard to explain what it is. Taylor the knows cult, what I'm the, the um, of the, the, the carrots. Yeah, yeah, I mean, like, uh, like it, it, yeah. it, it's, it would, it would, it wouldn't make any sense. Yeah, but it would like, spoil. It would spoil too much and require too much um, exposition okay. to, yeah. to, to, to like to make it sure. of any value here, unless we were going to say like, all right, everybody who's played Norco, hop in, so we, so we can discuss it. Um, but it's like yeah. you, there's there's entire sections that you know it's just it's just very prescient and the story that it tells on, on all of the subplots. It's crazy. It's a good game. Yeah, it's good. Um, but, uh, other than that, I haven't started it yet, but on, on my list, um, since this is, uh, I got three more days, I'm going to try and finish Xenoblade Chronicles. Um, okay. uh, going to try and finish Elden Ring. I never beat it. Okay. I'm like 85% through that game too. Mm-hmm. I think I can do it. Um, maybe Disco Elysium will make it on there. Can't promise anything. Um, I put twenty five minutes into that game, so I'm excited to go. For it. So, you read, <laughs> so, I, so you read one pair, like one like s- snippet of the game. Yeah, I think I've put about the same. Yeah. Um, maybe Signalis, but that was probably that one's probably going to get left behind if I if I had to guess. Um, short. Yeah, like I said, maybe. I don't know. Maybe. It, you know, I, I'm envious because um, <clears throat> I don't get long play sessions anymore. My play sessions now are when I'm watching TV uh, after um, dinner uh, or, you know, before a workout or whatever. It's like I've. it's very sporadic right now. And I, part of that is just the way work's been and the holidays and all that kind of stuff. The last, time, the last time that I sat and played a game from beginning to end was literally this time one year ago. Yeah, because I can, I can I, it's, that, 
You know, it's the only time where, uh, you know, but my even, daughter got, I mean, what else are you going to do? Would, that's, put it this way. That power is in your hands, Dally. That is up yeah, to you to decide to that you want to spend your time doing that. Yeah. Yeah. I need to do that. And I, I, I've been on this workout streak. I've surpassed one year of hitting all the rings on this thing every day. Um, which yuck, that, no thanks. That is the one that that's like, it's the one thing that kind of breaks up my day. Um, that you kind of focus. You're like, okay, I got to hit the rings. Something's I got to take a, for the next half hour, I've got to hop on the elliptical and then I got to, then I got to, I'm going to be scoring too. Yeah. Um, cause I'm, I'm already, I got to be like 80% through scoring already. You probably got like, Ten more minutes. Uh, I probably do. <laughs> I just I think I unlocked like the last garden, so I'm gonna so I'm gonna spend like eight minutes with it and beat the game. <laughs> anyway. Zach, Zach, what are you playing, brother? Brother. Okay, so I recently acquired a place PlayStation Five, so I've just there been kind of there. It is. He did it. Digging into the catalog. Uh, what's I think the big takeaway for me that's important in this context is. Before, when I had a console, I had the base PS4, and I was in my room. I didn't have an amazing sound system, a 4K TV, all these things that I have now. But also, I never got the PS4 Pro, so I kind of skipped a generation, basically. So now, coming to a console game and playing it at 60 frames a second is, like, it's such an exhilarating experience, because, like, one, that's, like, what I want every game to play it. Even on my PC, I just do 60 frames. Like I'm not, I don't really care about going above that. So yeah, just kind of playing my PS five in the living room sound sound system in the nice. dark has been like an amazing experience. Cause everything runs well. Everything runs at 60 frames. I can put it at 30 if I want like RTX on, but I don't care about that really. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So I've been playing through just some games. I recently, my first game I beat was Spider-Man Miles Morales. I played that. I 100%ed that. I went oh, through. Nice. I beat it. Bad. Yeah, I beat it last night. It's a really good game. Like uh, seven seven hour eight hour experience. Yeah. Yeah, I probably put in more than that because I 100%ed sure. it. Sure. Um, but yeah, it's good. I'm excited to see what they do. I think the writing could have been better because they. It's a lot about gentrification and like mm-hmm. corporate takeover of lower income places. And they kind of shy away from talking about that. Like Miles goes, yeah, like p- people like me and my mom and my friends, like, yeah, people of color. You could have just said like, like they just kind of shy away from being sure. as like um, using language that would make certain people mad which i get they're trying to make a game for everyone but yeah they could have like I, that kind of set weird with me and also his dad being a cop and him, it, it was just kind of weird but besides that great loved it fun game miles is cool i like his tool set a lot he's less strong as pete and it's just fun to play around i can't I, i'm i'm excited to see what they do for spider-man 2 where they're going against um harry osborne as venom I'm excited to see what they do with that. Uh, yeah, because cool. Um, nice. Been playing that, so I beat that. Played God of War Ragnarok for like five hours. That's a good game too. Um, better than I thought it would be. Uh, combat's mm-hmm. fun. Uh, that's kind of all I have to say. My girlfriend likes it, <laughs> so we're just kind of like whenever instead of watching a show, where I'm playing an hour or two of that game, and we just that's just our thing. 
Mm-hmm. Um, see, uh, played that. I played Air. I think is what it's called. Is the that game company's MMO? Sky. Mm. Sky. Sky. Okay. Yeah. I played Sky. They are having a musical event, which apparently had like a millions of people there at once watching it, which is crazy. Uh, but that was cool. Uh, that's an interesting game, a very monetized game. <laughs> but there's a lot of like, hey, you want the Journey skin for 30 bucks? Like, I'm, no, I'm good. Uh, but it's fun and interesting. It has that game company. A social place. adventure game. Yeah. yeah, you're just like walking around. People kind of like zone in and you can help each other by like flying around and getting souls and things like that. That game's cool. I played it on. I actually played it on Switch a little bit, like a couple years ago or last year, whenever it first came out over there. And it mm-hmm. was. It's interesting to play it on a handheld platform, but then realizing, yeah. oh yeah, it's not because it started on mobile. It started on phones, and then yeah. it made its way to consoles. So I guess it fits. Fits everything now. <clears throat> Play that interesting. Um, but yeah, the monetization is crazy. Like, I yeah, was like, yeah. bro, thirty dollars yeah. season pass. Okay, yeah. uh, <laughs> really got to be in the sky at that point. Yeah. <laughs> and then I played. Uh, I think my next game that isn't Crisis Core is going to be Ghost of Tsushima, the PS5 okay. port, because oh. uh, I didn't beat it on PS4. Because one, I didn't have a pro, so I was like, I just like, because at, at the time I was on, I was a PC gamer. And gotcha. I was playing a, a Ghost of Tsushima at 30 frames a second. And like that, that's just that it honestly hurts my eyes. So <laughs> I just, there's a lot of PS4 games that I would yeah. buy and I was excited for. I wanted to play that I wouldn't play because I just couldn't kind of handle that uh, jarring moving between my uh, systems. So now it's just kind of like everything is smooth, great, whatever. Uh, yeah, so I'm excited to play that. It looks, cool. I started, I did, I did the tutorial. I it looks really good. Oh, <laughs> that game is like whoa! Uh, I have it was H- just on sale too for like thirty bucks. I had a I have a yeah uh, I have a favorites list on like Best Buy and Target and a bunch of other areas. And anytime and Honey, and anytime it drops a certain point, I get a notification. It's like, damn, should I should I do it? Should I do it? I'm like, I probably should do it. And then the realization is like, when are you gonna play it, Dolly? Yeah, hold on. Yeah. Well, it's, well it's involved. It's it's in the catalog, the PlayStation Plus catalog. If you subscribe to Plus, right? Yeah. So so it's like it's in it's in there. So yeah. it's like you don't have to like just spend the 17 bucks or whatever to get it. Um which the stuff they have in the catalog, there's a lot in there. I was actually shocked. Yeah. I was I was like, "Whoa, there's all these first party games I want to check out except like Ratchet and Clank." and horizon well i also have that that game horizon definitely the, the second best one? Yeah, or the yes one? the second one the first one is in there the second one isn't yet okay. um but yeah i bought that and that game is like definitely the best looking game i've ever played like it's just like whoa like that's just mm-hmm. like that's just like a next level like it holy shit kind of like thing um put a two hours into it okay. i've just been dipping my toe in all these like next yeah, gen experiences yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but but now after i beat so i beat miles morales now my game is crisis core and i'm going to go through crisis core intergrade final fantasy 7 remake 
and then the Yuffie thing. So I'm going to play those three. Yeah, it's like my next nice. thing. Nice. Um, yeah, I've been playing Crisis Core, but I already talked about that. But yeah, the PS, PS5, I'm, I wanted one just for Final Fantasy 16 just in general, but I'm actually kind of shocked how much I'm preferring it over my PC. Like, it's just like, it's just really comfortable just to sit on the couch and mm-hmm. just chill. Like, okay, I'm going to turn on the sound, sound and- system. And to me, that's that's. I think that's why I always choose like console or yeah. stuff over over a typical PC or I mean Steam Deck. I put Steam Deck in a part of the console thing because you're there's you're you're not going to get sidetracked by anything else popping up on your computer to right. you know. And for mm-hmm. me, on my when I whenever I play on the PC, like I get a notification or I get a tweet, and I'm like, okay, I gotta let me let me check something here real quick. You know, it's I have way more distraction. On my PC, mm. whereas on my com- on my Steam Deck or in front of a T, it's like I can I can focus a little bit more on what what I'm staring at. So. Yeah, with with me, I'm the type of person that I'm really like I like to segment things. Like okay. I don't like to go in my bedroom until it's time for bed. You know, like sure, sure. I don't like to sit on the certain part of the couch if I'm not doing if I'm not reading a book. I'm not going to sit on that side of the couch. I'm going to sit on this side of the couch when I'm watching a show. It's like stupid things like like that that, that I've like segmented things out. And like now it's like because like I always had issues playing like RPGs or like long kind of JRPG games on my PC because it's like I just don't want to sit here and play those types of games with my controller. Like I'm just using a con- controller, right? The games I play on my PC are like MMOs or shooters or like competitive games, things like that. I, I love playing out on my PC, but I really do just heavily just like chilling on mm-hmm. the couch playing yeah. Yeah. A, like grinding 20 hours and like a game. Like that's cool. Like that's what the couch is for. Uh, so yeah, now I'm, I'm excited to get back in, into that because a lot of my gaming time really is just playing Final Fantasy 14 or World mm-hmm. of Warcraft or RuneScape because I'm on my computer and it's kind of taking away because like there's it's only like super important games or like uh, those like special games that come by every year that i'll just force myself to play it in my pc it's kind of just been that way for a couple of years for me so i'm excited to just have my place to like play those long games i didn't want to play in my pc so yeah Excellent. i'm i'm just shocked at how good the thing is though i was because because I skipped the PS PS4, so it's just like it's just kind of new. But I I skipped the PS4 Pro, so like this kind of stuff is new to me. I'm like, what, like the the console can do can do this? Like that's crazy. Um, yeah, see, so yeah, it's just been fun. I've been having a ball. Excellent. Nice. And I can play every game that comes out now. It's got my PC. I got Finally. my Switch. I got my PS5. Like not limited anymore, and that feels good. Just on like a base like level like oh i can play any game now so yeah well we're gonna get into um more games that you're gonna be likely playing next year uh uh i will say i'm watching in the corner i'm watching the jeff grubb shaving his head (laughs) god bless him he's he's actually doing it because he got he was wrong about metroid i would love by the way for nintendo to shadow drop metroid prime tomorrow Great would that be? Knowing um, Nintendo, they would choose a week like this to like drop drop something. Right, right, right. So um, that would be beautiful. But uh, so I said, you're shaving about... your head to be for solidarity with with Jeff right, Grubb. So let's do that. Yeah, sure, I'll do that. That's that's a good one. All right, sounds good. <laughs> that fits. Um, 
But uh, uh, Jeff actually doesn't have any visible bald spots that I can see from this video. So that's all. <laughs> I, I, I do. I'm a few years older than Jeffrey. Um, we want to talk about uh, things that we're looking forward to in 2023 and things that we're kind of predicting. It's going to be it's going to be a very interesting year ahead because so many things got delayed um and uh and so many things still don't have dates so many things so like starfield doesn't have a date and redfall just supposedly got delayed yet again into like later and and, uh you know there's it is a very interesting and everything is very front-loaded even things that we we thought weren't going to come till later into the in the year like street fighter or final fantasy 16 they've got firm dates now like oh it's happening this day it's june 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 march june march june um but uh yeah so here's what you guys are well let me i'm gonna read i'm gonna read jj's uh what he's (laughs) excited about and then that'll help us kind of springboard so metal slug tactics because jj (laughs) because jj um, uh final fantasy 16 uh uh, jedi survivor tears of the kingdom Street Fighter Six, and he's actually really excited about Nintendo World at Universal Studios. I'll get into his predictions in a little bit, but um, it is uh, he, you know he's got some solid ones there. I think it's gonna it's in line with a lot of the things that uh, other things that we're we're looking forward to as well. I'm actually I'm glad he put the Nintendo World there at Universal Studios because um, I'm not. I'm, you're not you're not you're not going to fly out to, Los, to, to California. Uh, I'm actually interested in that. I do love parks. And theme parks, um, I'm hopeful to make it this year. I'm going to be reserving my flight for E3. So I'm kind of checking out, like, okay, if I fly in on this day, uh, you know, whatever, then I might be able to get a day or two, you know, ahead of time and get a day into Universal Studios. That could be a, um, could be something. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'd like to check it out. I'd, I'd rather go to the one in Florida, but um, I like Universal Studios just in general. But, uh <clears throat> yeah, he chose some non-gaming things. There's gaming movies coming out in 2023 as well. Uh, the Mario one, which should, should be I'm a excited movie. for Mario movie. Yeah. But uh, what are you guys excited about for 2023? I mean, there's so much. There's so much <sighs> we don't know about. Um, and feel free to just mix predictions in there too. I mean, sweep it in one and two remake. Oh, dude, yeah, that's right. I forgot that was coming out. Good call on that one. And definitely Dragon Quest Three remakes coming out. Yeah, I'm actually, I actually am also interested in Suikoden One. I've never played either one, and yeah, I've actually I've never played any Suikoden games. Um, but I feel yeah, like I, uh, either, but I'm I feel like those are going to go great on, on Steam Deck. No, um, it's time. It's time for both you and I, and they're going to go great on uh, on modern on modern. Platform. Anyway, Zach, what else you got? Come on. I want to. Yeah, so, I, I got. I have. I. I didn't make my own list, but I made my list of like z- things I think Zach is gonna bring. <laughs> yeah. So Dragon Quest Three HD Two D remake is for yeah, sure coming yeah. out next year. Thirty uh, fifth anniversary for Dragon Quest Three. So, do you think they'll drop EQ twelve next year as well? If HD Two D is earlier in the year, probably. I think so. You think so? Yeah. Because it's it, been. It doesn't have anything for the second for the back half of the year. Yeah, they usually do two big games a year, three games. Um, so yeah, why not? Um, right. It's been it's been in the works for like four years now. It's kind of around that yeah. time. 
Uh, so, yeah, that is cool. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and then let's see what else. Uh, the Harry Potter game looks cool. Um, have you um, flipped on that? Have you? Have yeah, you I, I definitely have flipped on it after seeing like more sp- gameplay and like how it actually plays and just kind of like the world in general. Um, and this, I like where it's set. It's set like a couple hundred years before the books, so it, there's a lot of room for them to just do things differently. And I'm just excited that it's like a pure RPG open world kind of thing. And I'm also like I've always been a big Harry Potter fan, so sure, like because it's I was raised on it. It's just kind of mm-hmm. one. Of, it's uh, it's it's like ingrained in in me with like a lot of other people. Um, so I would I would be lying if I said I wasn't excited to like put my head in there and actually explore it. Cause that's always been like a dream as like a, as like a kid. Like I want to go to Hogwarts, you know. So I'm actually excited about that on my PS PS Five. Gonna be fun. Um, Final Fantasy 16, obviously, I think that's on everyone's list. Uh, yeah. uh, that's exciting. Um, yeah, You're I missing really one. Th- I'm trying to think. You're missing one. It what? starts with it starts with an S. And ends with a tar field. No. Ends with a. It starts with a six. story. Oh yeah, the yeah the story of seasons remake that that comes That's out the, the 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 uh back the back which one is it a wonderful life the a wonderful life, wonderful life it's slated, currently slated for Q three yeah well it's June it's coming out in June oh is That's that the day say June yeah well, it's coming out in June like the day before. 16 comes out i think it's like they're oh, shit. By each other. <laughs> uh, a, a movie I mean, about jimmy stewart and a holiday classic movie. yeah i mean no. besides <laughs> that there's i mean zelda duh yeah. like it's just kind of jet i mean yeah. jedi survivor like yeah street fighter 6 mm-hmm. i mean there's a ton of amazing games coming out I think the more exciting ones are the ones that we don't know about. Yes. Like, there's definitely ones that... Yeah, so, like, that, w- that was kind of going to be my main thing, was okay. that, like, A, we, we have the unknown of... The uh, the known unknown, which is the likelihood of Switch successor, or whatever we're going to end up detailing that to be. Um, I was not quite successor, because I think there's going to be quite a bit of overlap from Nintendo for a while. But... Uh, with that is going to come a lot of stuff that hopefully Nintendo has managed to keep under wraps. That is usually how they operate. Um, you know, whenever we learn about the release of that console, we will inevitably hear about probably two titles, maybe yeah. at the, uh, at minimum one more likely two that we haven't heard of before. Um, there, the PR lead time with the breath of the wild sequel is unusually long. Yeah, I feel like yeah. Um, yeah. for for Nintendo stuff. Uh, well, like and, if you think back to the reveal of the Switch, they did an event in January and they launched the in, Switch three months, four months later. Right. Um, so two yeah, months so later. Like, two months. Two later. two months later. Yeah, yeah, it's in March. Yeah. So I mean, they could literally do that this time. Again. I mean, granted, they announced the Switch in October of twenty sixteen. Right. Right. 
yeah. Um, Still, I don't know. But we'll they see. Do have, yeah, I mean, Nintendo does have a bunch of games coming out that first half of the year. Advance uh, Wars 2 it, Remake. <laughs> oh, no. But they got that Kirby game. They got uh, Fire Emblem. There's the... Um, yeah. You got games like Theater Rhythm, which I'm actually really excited about. It's I forgot. That's coming out. Yeah, yes. Dude. Uh, and the one I had on there, uh, Octopath Traveler 2. Because, of course, yeah. I had Octopath Traveler 2. I'm I... hoping... See, here's the, here's the thing. That team, they actually take feed feedback pretty well. Yes, they do. That's like, true. So I'm excited for them to be like, hey, let's make a game with a story. And let's <laughs> like... <laughs> and they've said that there's actually going to be a story um, a story in this game. So <laughs> they took they did take the feedback. Well, and also, Live like, you know, they, they saw Live Alive, which is, you know, arguably one of the main spiritual inspirations for kind of uh, what is Octopath and what Octopath was trying to do. They saw it, I'm assuming, do pretty well and will be like, yep, yeah. all right, yep. time to do it again. Yep. And it's, no, also, sure. it's also launching on everything. It's not just going to yep. be stuck on the Switch. So that's it's, also Right now it's PlayStation good. and Nintendo and PC, I believe. Yes. I mean, that's yeah. everything. <laughs> they're, they're breaking out. I mean, yeah. which is good. I mean, it's, it's very, good. it is still the, the good for, for me and a, a general Square Enix enjoyer. To watch the breakout of um, the strangleholds, uh, I mean, it, like it was nice to even see things creep onto the Switch because whether or not Sony specifically carved it out, or because Square Enix specifically carved it out, because they went to Sony, be like, "Listen, you can uh, you can restrict everything, but you uh-huh. can't pull pull us off a of Switch because Square Enix wanted to sell there, whichever it was. That was already nice, but now that it's they're they're like, all right, listen, the sales are too good." on pc like i don't know i don't care what angle it's coming from i'm just happy that it's happening uh because it's really it's really really nice um except final fantasy 16 man that that thing's stuck (laughs) all that listen the 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 ongoing rumors are still six months yeah which honestly is pretty good i dude i my main chat room on my my main discord is dedicated to final yeah i know they're, they're, they're not so gonna like, shut I the hell up about I can't it avoid it like i need to play that game like immediately so i just don't get that spoiled so uh, yeah. yeah yeah no we'll i'm uh, i'm i i God, nobody's got for spoken on their list so what's <laughs> up guys what's the yeah. matter um, uh, I played that, play that demo, man. That I mentioned the Bayonetta game, uh, the Cereza game, so oh, that's yeah. coming out this year. Pikmin Four. I'm excited about Pikmin Four, actually, um, because I'm a huge Pikmin nut. But also, um, indie wise. So one thing I mix that I love is the unexpected indie games that that arrive yes. throughout the year. Like this year, like we've yes. been seeing and hearing about Curse to Golf for a while, and then it finally arrived this year, and I loved it. And Norco arrived this year, and you loved it. And then, like, there were games that popped up. The Hobbs, whatever, the game that, uh, the point-and-click game. The click game that Jay, yeah, it's JJ like. So I am excited about those games that are announced and dropped within this year. Not just, like, the big AAA games, but those games are exciting to me. Um, because there's always something cool out of the indie world. I mean, speaking of indie, like that Mina the Hollower game, I'm just looking at lists of games right now. Mina the Hollower from the um, the Shovel Knight Yacht devs. Club. I mean, yeah. Yep. <clears throat> so that's a really cool one. Um, Demon School, I think. I remember Demon School vaguely. Um, that we talked yeah, I mean, about. the so, biggest thing with, with the, the biggest issue with indie stuff is that 
the there's less concrete details about release yeah, windows and yeah, stuff yeah. like that so like that's yeah. why they're so uh, cool yeah yeah i mean which which is fun i mean it adds to the mystery aspect of it to you know some, sometimes that's kind of nice but it's also really hard to say yeah. this is what i'm excited about in 2023 because right. we, no fucking idea Correct. Uh, you know we could yeah, we could yeah. have been talking about tunic coming out for the last seven years and it just didn't happen yeah. um yeah there's at least two of those. I'm, yeah, no, yeah. I mean, Silk Song that ain't coming this year. I wouldn't count on it. I was gonna say it's on my list of like it might happen this year. It could. It could. Yeah. There's another um, indie game called Radio the Universe that has been oh. talked about and shown off on indie game Twitter for the last eight years. And I think it might be coming out finally. <laughs> it's one, so. it's, yeah. It's just one of those things. that's like not going to make it. It's, you know, obviously a lot of game, uh, you know, a lot of sites are going to be running their list of stuff coming in 23. Yeah. Like that's the kind of, it's not going to be on any of their lists because there's right. no PR and that yep. PR is how these lists are assembled. And, you know, that's sometimes it's one of the reasons why stuff flies completely under the radar because, when you don't have PR saying, here's when my game's coming out, you can't get on the list, you can't get SEO, you know, et cetera, et cetera. That's why you'd um, be like me and you DM the devs on Twitter. <laughs> you ask yeah. for codes. Totally. Do that nonstop. That's why I love doing um, that. And you get a lot of great feedback from devs. But I'm going to throw on a couple of things from my yeah. list, um, which are the, so the, full, the, the, <laughs> the full release of... The Wandering Village. It's currently okay. in uh, early, access. early access, and I played it for like eight hours. I, I like I'm I'm kind of past the point where I want to keep going on anything sure. that's early access beyond getting the taste of it. I want like I, I hit that point and I'm just going to drop it until it releases. I don't want to ruin uh, ruin it by over trying to overplay an, an incomplete game. At least in my opinion. Um, yep. Terra Nil, another one oh, of the ones, yeah, yeah. which is uh, still East cool. Think, right? One of the what? <clears throat> one of our PAX East games, if I remember correctly. It, it was at PAX East, but it was also, it did a lot of the rounds on the Steam Next Fest gotcha. for okay. two different ones. Um, but yeah, I mean, like that one kind of morphed because it originally, it looked like something that it turned out to be something different when I played the demo, but the demo was still cool because it's like, this super atmospheric puzzle game, which mm-hmm. is fine with me. That that works out. Um, and there was another one. I don't give a shit about Starfield. I mean, Gunbrella is one I'm excited about. I guess Gunbrella. Gunbrella should be good. Our um, good friends at Doinksoft. Oh, that's follow right. me that on right? Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't really. I mean, Gunbrella is going to come and go, and it's going to be fine for me. Um, I, I if Hades two hits early access oh in twenty oh in twenty three, I will I will buy it early access because I can, will not be able to help myself. Um, what if it's, it's only coming to play date in early access? Would you buy a play date for that <laughs> little yellow play date with a crank? No. What if I'm it's not, only coming dumb. to the Epic Game Store like Hades what if it, one? Then I will you? be very sad. <laughs> <laughs> And I will do unspeakable things. Um, what else? Um, do we care about the new Fatal Frame game? That's no, kind of slightly it's not interesting. New. It's, it's a remake. It's, oh, it's, it's the remake. That's part. right. Yeah, it's oh, a God. port. I'm, I'm scrolling the list. Hold on. Don't yell at me. 
I'm yelling at you. Persona four uh, and Persona three coming to Games Pass. Yeah, it's in like two weeks. Yeah, it's coming real soon. Nice, nice. All those games. Yeah, it'll be good. It'll be good. Uh, anything else? The um, One Piece RPG looks cool. Like, looks uh, fine. That's the only one I care. Like, I'm the only one that cares about it. So, Resident Evil Four remake. Everybody's asking oh, yeah. for it. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it's coming out this year. Oh my god, I forgot that was coming out this year. That's Dead like Island Two. March. Dead Island Two. Yeah, eventually. This year. That maybe. game. That game is then. <laughs> And then oh, the, on the real the the, the Gollum game is finally Gollum game Gollum game ain't coming out in twenty two or in twenty three. Um, uh, Street Fighter Six, I'll say uh, partially interested. Diablo Four, partially interested. I'm I'm curious how they're gonna fuck that up. Um, That's all but... first half of the year shit, man. All this first half of the year stuff is just gonna be bonkers, pushed. Dude. Some expect yeah. we're gonna to be talking about it for the first four months. Starfield. The amount of shit that gets Starfield. pushed. Starfield November, guaranteed. Starfield, November. Yeah, it has to be in November. There's no way they would. You can't put because you're gonna have Redfall now is delayed until internally they've said delayed until late spring, uh, which could be May. And you're not gonna put Starfield out right at the same time as Final Fantasy 16 and uh, Street Fighter and right well, after. Well, also, Redfall, it's like, yeah. Also, Xbox has a lot of PR they need to do first because they still yeah, really. They, yeah. They still really need to cover, like, hey, this isn't coming to yeah. the place PlayStation Five. Sorry, like, yeah, they never like they, really said they it. haven't really they haven't really softened that blow yet. They had they haven't done that that press tour yet that they need to do. So yeah. when that happens, that's when that game is going to be out. Yeah, because yeah, we will know four months uh, four months ahead of the launch. We will actually know. Yeah, is pretty much how it's going to go. Um, and the last thing, of course, is Final Fantasy sixteen. Although I won't be playing it in June. I will be playing it in 2025 in, in Jan, January, probably, no, in, probably in Jan, most likely. Um, you know, cause like I, I, I think that they will probably end up on the going, the going rumor of six months. Um, or, you know, maybe they say that calendar year and then it'll be Jan 23 or Jan 24 at that point. Yeah. Um, but- the going rumor for remake was six months, but it turned out to be a year. So right, so we'll see how it irons out. I mean, I the trend has been going shorter and shorter um, because I think if I had to guess, the only reason the reason why that would happen to me is because the PC sales keep getting better and better, and Square is like Square gets to put the pressure onto Sony and be like, listen, you can ask for it. Uh, but it's going to keep costing you more and more to get these extended time windows because the sales are too good for us to pass up. So, you know, at some point, Sony is not going to keep ponying up the ever increasing, um, cost. Uh, the ever increasing cost to be able to stipulate that amount of exclusivity because, you know, Square wants the sales like they don't. At the same time, Square Enix doesn't want to put that much of a time in between because it doesn't line up with their sure. um, with a with a fractioned or a uh, fractured PR push. You know, it's easier to sell to more places at once. You know, it's the reason why Activision's PR machine works as well as it does because it launches everywhere all at once every year. That's a great um, movie. Uh, yeah, I love that movie. I actually have to watch that movie. Oh, oh, thank you, you for the reminder. Got a few more days after this. Um, every year, every once, all the years. <laughs> all the years. 
So, uh, uh, Playland, yeah, a good question about the, you mentioned the Switch, and there's <clears throat> actually digital, um, what's the name, Dig- digital, uh, what's, what's the name of the company, the uh, the podcast, the video digital podcast? Digital Foundry. Digital Foundry, thank you. Oh. Their, their podcast uh, today, they, they mentioned something. that, um, that, yeah, they said, yeah, you know, they had heard that there was the Switch, it was going to be a Switch Pro coming out, uh, and then that got basically the same thing we had kind of insinuated or you know assumed is that nintendo was working on some type of upgraded switch maybe not a full switch pro but something adjusted and then uh because of the chip shortages the last couple of years ended up just pumping out a, a, an oled because they because those, those screens were available they're not related to the chip so um they seem to corroborate that a little bit right now well, but they're wait, they, they, saying- t- they said all that on their podcast like just now just now, we're like, yeah, great, thanks for like a year and a half. Or two I was going to say we, we said that like eighteen months ago. Yeah, we did. Yeah. We did. That, like, <laughs> that was that was. Now. it's news now. Yeah, all right. Well, the thing, the thing that is impressive, I guess, about this is Digital Foundry are not known for ever lying, really. That's they're true. Pretty, they've 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 like, a, they have a they have a stellar yeah. track record. So yeah. it's it's coming out now for sure. Um, be, but yeah. It's. I posted a thing about it in the, the Discord, showing like all the tweets from like Jason yeah. Schreier and other people. Like, oh yeah, the next Mario Rapids game is gonna come out on the Switch Switch Pro. It's like nobody knew about this, and now it's finally like there's a skew out there that someone uh, saw. So I mean, I think in so his Playland's question was: Is it? Do we think the follow up Switch, whatever's coming out in 2023? Is that going to be a Switch Pro, a Switch Two, something else? It's going to be like an. It's going to be like the upgrade <sighs> between the 3DS and the new 3DS. It's going to be like a little small, like. I don't think. Power, yeah. power jump. I kind of agree with you. I, I think, think it's going to be Nintendo slightly will. bigger than that jump, but it will be similar, in the it's sense. Not anything big. Yeah, in the sense that it will have more. It will run games better. Um, God, I hope so. Well, I know, right? It, it kind of has to, um, but you know, it's it's not. It will keep all of the library of yep. the of the current Switch. Um, I would guess that we're not going to start to see a breakaway. If we do see a breakaway at all of compatibility, it won't be for the first twelve to eighteen months. At um, least. But. It would not surprise me. It's going to happen. It's going to happen where eventually there is going to be a game that comes out that only works with the new Switch Pro or whatever they end up calling it. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, because what, what were the ones? There were a bunch of. There were a few games that only worked on the new 3DS, right? Xenoblade Chronicles. Xenoblade Chronicles. <laughs> and the, the Fire Emblem uh, Warriors game that was out. One of, yeah, one of them. We're um, in three or four games total. But yeah, I, I, that library is going to be bigger. This time around, I, I that's that's my gut. I, I, there's no way they 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 have to do more of it. There has to be more of a jump this time compared to what they did with the 3ds, just because, you know, again they they they're no longer running a two major skew operation like they used yeah. to when it was 3ds and the Wii U. Yeah. Yeah. Back back then you know, for major, cause they still want third party dev and they want ports and that, and that kind of thing. You, when, when they were doing that, they didn't have to worry about the power of their handheld as much because the Wii U was, was more closely aligned 
still weak. Uh, but they could talk to their third party partners and be like, listen, you know, this machine is more powerful. Please develop yeah. for this. Switch is now that unit. So they can't be left behind too far by the PS5 and Series uh, Series X, where to the point that they that they can't receive ports anymore. Yeah. They, there's no way that the cloud SKUs are doing well enough to, to justify abandoning uh, those ports. There's no way. It can't be. Yep. It, there's not also there. just there's just not enough of a market for it. Um, so they want those third parties. They want those ports. They've been doing very well on Switch. Uh, so yeah, they they get they have to do something. The jump is going to be bigger than uh, the 3DS one. That's where I think. That's I think it'll going. be probably similar to a PS4 Pro level jump. And and in all yes. reality, I think it's going to be <clears throat> PS4 Pro level power. Um, very close to that, uh, mostly because that's what's sort of similar to the Series S. And I think if you can start getting closer to the Series S, then you have a viable um, long-term long-term device. I think uh, what Nintendo, I think you nailed it on the head, what Nintendo wants is to get those third-party companies uh, to to pump content out for their for their device. Yeah. Not not yeah. just the uh, Rabbids games, you know, which are great. <laughs> not just the Starlink, which was great. Um, but you want... Uh, you know, and not just indies, which are great, because um, those indies sell to us, but they don't generally sell to the mass public. The mass public wants a, like Nintendo is, um, hanging on by the skin of their teeth with EA's FIFA games, even though they're the legacy titles. They still, the legacy Switch FIFA games outsell the PlayStation Switch, the PlayStation FIFA games in Japan, and that's a that's a stupid number, but Nintendo wants that and. Um, because yep. FIFA in FIFA in the East is uh, on a, on is old games on Nintendo platforms, unfortunately. So they want to keep that. I think and and they want to get. Other it's not going to be FIFA too. anymore. Whenever, yeah, EAFC. No, I'm yeah. just kidding. <laughs> Correct. Thank you for correcting. No, but they they want to keep those. Uh, they want to keep those games on there. They want and that you know I think it means that. Um, it's going to be more powerful. And he, he asked, and here's another question. We'll have a new gimmick with a truly just iterate. I think just no. going to iterate power wise. No, they don't, there's no gimmick. You no will. Gimmick, please. <laughs> I think they're, I think, I think they're happy with the gimmick that they got. Yeah. Um, yeah, the, yeah. I think anything you'll see is likely in uh, the OS side. And that, that could include some more social features that can include the cloud gaming stuff. Like with, if game pass becomes a thing with Nintendo, because um, remember Microsoft wants to get call of duty on, switch right so you can't do that with the current switch you need to put that on an upgraded switch um and if you're gonna do that with cloud that might be the easiest way to do it through game pass i should say not just typical cloud stuff And if there's any company that can deliver cloud it's microsoft if there's yeah see yeah they're gonna do that's trust me that's what they mean uh zach and i are having a nodding war but unfortunately that's what they that's what microsoft means when they say that (laughs) And I, and they're so gonna I put the Call of Duty yeah. mobile on, <laughs> <laughs> which, granted, that makes a shit ton of money for for Activision Blizzard. Um, but no, I think uh, the next Switch is gonna have more stuff built into the OS. I think they're they're gonna get into a little bit more of the of that aspect and more of the cloud yeah. stuff. So no gimmick, um, but a more. Uh, I think you'll finally get that Switch console. It feels like you'll finally get that Switch console that's able to handle 
a, a Pokemon game, and then you, and then you'll need a Pokemon game designed you know, for. It's not the Switch's fault that that no, game runs bad. I feel I feel like the it, I want to I want to imagine a, the parallel universe where it turns out that was an open source game and they just like they put it on a PS5 and it still runs like shit. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, so here's this. I have this vision of Nintendo revealing the next console, like their next like power thing, but they have performance modes and quality modes. I'm trying to think of a way that Nintendo would Nintendoize that. Like, what would their like cutesy names for that be? Because if they have that, it's gonna have some cutesy Nintendo like name for it. And I'm just trying to think like, what are they gonna do if that cutesy name for what? For like a performance mode or a quality mode oh. for their games, yeah, for sure. like you can run the Breath of the Wild too on, on power power yeah. up mode, or you can play it on like something stupid. <laughs> you have to you imagine the, the Switch, the Switch Superstar mode. Oh, dude! <laughs> you can the play it on Superstar mode. <clears throat> That's a Nintendo <throat> thing that they would do. Like, yeah. so I'm just kind of. No, I, you know, Nintendo is a very unique. I was thinking about this earlier today too. Nintendo's in a very unique position because you look at the the shrinking floor space for video games at like major retailers, right? Um, as uh, Microsoft and Xbox and uh, Sony and PlayStation start moving away from discs and start selling uh, digital only games. The really the only things that there's like you go to Target and the Xbox area is just one row of Xbox now and it's consoles and there you know there are consoles, headphones, there like one little tiny rack of games because you can get everything digitally and you know Game Pass cards, um, yep. yeah, headphones. It's all accessories. It's not uh, it's not really the games anymore and that's shrinking floor space. Now what Nintendo has is. Yeah, they got those accessories. They got their IP. They got toys. You know, Amiibo doesn't really sell anymore, but <clears throat> they got they got figurines. Darn. They got the tie-in to like Lego. They got their their plushes. They got you know all that kind of stuff. And they you got their like, bags and stuff. The bags and <clears throat> their area is the biggest at Best Buy um, and uh, at Target and all that kind of stuff because they do have that strong IP. And Sony and Microsoft don't have that kind of strong family fam- friendly retail IP, I should say yet. Um, and so. I, I really feel like Nintendo is going to continue to lean in heavy on that kind of stuff. And like retail really needs a boost anyways. I'm surprised they don't sell like video game shirts at Best Buy because people would buy the shit out of that stuff over there. Cause that's where everybody goes. Like people don't go to GameStop anymore. It's a dying company. They will legit go to target and Best Buy and they'll go to the video game section and they'll buy the t-shirts at target. Um, and there's no t-shirts at Best Buy, but, um, yeah, I think you're going to see more of that, and I think Nintendo's very happy selling that kind of stuff. And I think, I feel like there won't be any like weird gimmicky things this year from um, Nintendo, like Labo or any of that kind of stuff. I just think you'll get a, I think you will get a Switch. I'm pushing it towards the second half of the year now. Um, mm. I, I don't think it's going to happen with Zelda because they can sell you Zelda. Everyone's going to buy a Switch that doesn't have one for Zelda. Uh, I feel like I feel like that's possible. I feel like I feel like it's possible. I feel like it's really bad for Nintendo. Well, listen, the second they've half done the it year, before. Can, they've done it before, but the second half of the year, you can drop that new Switch, the, the Switch Plus or whatever, and say, by the way, this Switch here <clears throat> plays 
all those old games, but now plays them better. So now, and, and it's a sales boost for all of those games. So, um, and a hardware sales boost because now all of us who are like, yeah, the Zelda kind of ran like ass a little bit and it was the Switch's fault this time. Now you'll get that, that boost in performance if you buy this, the new Switch at the end of the year. And I think it's good enough for them because they can pr- promote the hell out of that kind of stuff at E3. Um, and, and, and that's an easier marketing pitch for them to say hey listen we're going to have a new console the second half of the year it's launching in september or october or whatever but every game you buy now play it now it'll be better when when it launches and then when it does launch they can actually start showing off a lot of that kind of stuff like check out all the cool things that you can do with this new switch um but i also think you're going to have the uh, you're going to have a new xbox hardware this year and probably the new playstation hardware i think the new xbox hardware whether it's the streaming puck device or the Xbox R that we kind of talked about a little bit that Microsoft's still trying to figure out or some combination. I think that's, that's coming this year because they really do need to figure out what they're doing with their hardware. The series S is killing it. Um, globally. I think the series S is like what everybody wants. Uh, so how do you get a more powerful series S? How do you jack up the price on that a little bit? Um, when I mean, I think the Xbox gamer is savvy enough to just go completely digital these days because of Game Pass. But now they want that high performance Game Pass because of Series S. People are starting to say, you know, we wish there's some more power in a Series S that we can uh, that we can utilize. So I think you'll probably get something this year out of Microsoft, whether it's a streaming device or, a, a, you know, a, a digital only Series X type of thing. And then I think you'll get and Sony needs to update that PS5 now that there's finally enough out there. Um, I feel like it's hit its kind of weird little peak in a way. Because I think it's the, peaks because there there's not any games. Well, that's the thing. Yeah, that's the thing. It's, yeah it's not I don't. I I think I'm that not as certain as on PlayStation as I am, but yeah, I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take my my you know my guesses and be like that's definitely not gonna happen. That yeah. Sony's put Sony is moving a new piece of hardware this year or next twenty three. And that's the PSVR two. They ain't dropping anything else. They're not. They're not going to put out a new PS five SKU. Tom Henderson keeps saying that they are over at uh, inside <sighs> gaming, whatever. That listen, is, maybe there's, there's listen. I, I'm not an insider, so I could easily be wrong. Uh, but like, I, why would you? Um, I yeah. feel like I feel like it hits bad sentiment um, to consumers, which are still having trouble. Uh, buying it or or have had trouble buying it in the last uh you know over the recurring 12 months i don't i, don't, I feel like it's not a there's no winning in dropping a new ps5 SKU. nothing's pushing it that far um uh you know like yeah. how much how what, what's what's the average resolution on a television screen in a ps5 owner's home uh, 4k probably at this point I'm guessing. No. I would say okay. average no would shot. be like 1080 still. 1080 it's got to no, be 1080. But I see. So a an updated PS5 isn't a pro. An updated PS5 like is a slim. A slim is how can we make <clears throat> more? How can we squeeze more bucks out of the PlayStation 5? Because they've already they've already redone it like a couple times. And in fact, the current gotcha. PlayStation 5 that's out there is lighter because they've re- you know, change some of the stuff on the interior. Okay, um, so we're not talking use, about we're not talking yeah, about a, a half generation upgrade. No, we're just talking no, about there's just, no way just a model like a slim version or a model rev to make it. Uh, that's why, like, okay, the idea of the 
external disk drive is kind of interesting because Sony wants to push people towards digital. Um, and uh, uh, that way they can squeeze even more bucks that way. And having an external disk drive, their main their main device now is just a driveless PS5. It's the digital PS5 in a slimmer body, uh, slightly less monolithic looking. Maybe they could actually put in something, uh, some a larger hard drive in there. Maybe, maybe. But yeah, I think it's not going to be something that... Uh, it's not a mid tier. It's not a pro or anything like that. No, you, oh, you, okay. would, you wouldn't want to do that. No, I'm again. I think exactly right. I think it's just going to be a slim. It's just something to get them some more bucks right now. God knows it needs a slim. That thing's fucking it's gigantic. Exactly, exactly. And no. I think that's. A, I think that is a turnoff for folks around no? the world. It's giant. What do you mean dude. no? Massive. No, no. I was just shaking my head, just saying like because it's nasty. That's what I was saying. I my hands oh. like, that thing's nasty. Oh, it is. It's an ugly no. design. Yeah, it's ugly. <laughs> it's, it's so bad. It's like the original PS3 it's, was a stupid giant. It's zone. hidden behind my TV. Like, I, I don't see it. It's just like a push. It, it turns every TV into a CRT. It's basically that deep. But yeah, no, I think they need to do something like that and then make it a little more elegant and clean it up. All right. So how about this? I know that we're, I mean, we're at 120. Yeah. But what is a thing that you just straight up want it doesn't have it's not based in reality necessarily obviously but like what do you what is it that you want to see you know like whether you know obviously we're, we're working within the confines here we're not sure. talking about stupid shit like i want to see dragon guard 4 you know like we know that's not coming <laughs> but you know what did you know you mess with it a little bit but what is it that you want to see hmm Oh hey, uh, there's definitely going to be a Final Final Fantasy 14 expansion next year. Mm-hmm. Oh, so look I forward thought they to were that. done. No, six point three launches in January, so that's the one before the expansion. They're doing the big press event in the summer, so it, that's coming. Um, anyways, pie in the pie in the pie in the sky. Let's 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 think here. Uh, because I got one. I was just fiddling. Ahead, I was fidd- yeah, I was yeah. fiddling with my Switch game case, and so this one popped into my head, which is get release this game, free it from the confines of the Switch. <laughs> this Shin Megami Tensei Five, let it free. Yeah. I want it. That's the game that needs to be a more powerful kind. Ne- that game needs to be on my Steam Deck now. <laughs> um, you know, I'm gonna throw out that. Uh, I'd love to see um, Square. Speaking of Square Enix stuff in RPGs, I'd love to see the realization of Final Fantasy VI being a better game overall than Seven. I, I love Final Fantasy VI; absolutely love it. I love the depth that it has in there, and I'd love to see. I don't want. I don't know if it needs to have this Final Fantasy VII remake um, aspect to it, but I'd love to see a six update that just has something that because there's so much awesomeness to six that uh, I think is still sitting out there. So they could, I mean, I think it still could happen. Um, but yeah, that, and then God, I, I'm trying to think of what else. Uh, Mass effect, the real mass effect Four. get some info on that thing, which is coming out. Um, this year, no. you, you said pie I'm in the done. sky. You can't shake your head no. I'm no. I'm saying I'm shaking my head no because it's a because yeah, it's just, you're just it's, it's no good. 
It's not good. Uh, Zach? Shuck it long. I don't know. Anytime you see, like, it's just like Death Stranding 2. Just it's, it's it. com- we already know it's coming. I know, just like it comes out in October. I don't know. Like, <laughs> just make it come just, sooner. That's just, that's what my mind jumps to. Um, but I mean, like, besides that, I wouldn't mind Silk Song actually existing. Okay. Like, I, st- I still feel like that's a that's yeah, like good evil too actually exists. Dude, it's it still feels it still feels vaporware. Yeah, yeah. Silk song. We haven't seen any you gameplay of it. Both. It's just like a trailer, like with art. Like, yeah, I don't know. I'm just we're, trying to think something else. We're like five years, by the way. We are uh, right now. We're two years. We'll be three years removed from uh, Doom Eternal. <clears throat> um, oh my god so in, in next year so another doom or wolfenstein wolfenstein game or quake i know jay so jj's prediction i'm gonna read his quake remake would be so cool yeah so jj said uh he's gonna predict another new metroid game that isn't prime for i mean there's could be the, the hd remakes or maybe another side scroll ooh, uh, ooh, 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 super metroid you, remake there you go that ooh. would actually be badass yeah there you go uh, would it though? I don't trust that shit for one fucking bit. Do it bit. in the dread engine. Yeah, just dude. like make it like I don't know. Maybe. He also said uh, new Final Fantasy Tactics with either to the remake or new hey. game, and then okay. Uh, now we're talking. Gimme. Now we're talking. Would you do an HD 2D remake of Final Fantasy Tactics, or do you want a whole new tactics game? I just want a probably do an HD 2D remake. No, do the. Do what you, they did to Tactics Ogre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just do that. <laughs> yep. They've already kind of done it once. War of the yeah, Lions yeah. was our, like they kind of already did it. Yeah. That was the PSD version. Is that what that one was? Yeah. Yeah. yeah they they again. they kind of pseudo redid it. It added more content. Um. I, I, I mean, what I want I them to Sony take is big into the remakes right now. I like, know. Unfortunately, like into the remakes. There's a limit. I feel like um, to some degree. I don't know. I want. I want it to receive the same treatment that Final Fantasy Tactics Advance received. Um, when it comes to like, I want a new Final Fantasy Tactics game, except give it the love and care that Final Fantasy Tactics got, because that game fucking ruled. Yeah, here's here's my new one, Chrono Trigger. Okay. Just whether it's a HD two D remake, or um, whether it's a full game, like a Chrono Trigger three or whatever they want to call it, I'd love for. Uh, go back to Chrono Trigger. Bring me more. Yeah, a Chrono that Trigger remake. That's a that's a uh, unicorn. What do they call it? A golden. That's the white whale for a lot of folks that uh, they want to see something Chrono no. Trigger related. Uh, Here's what's going to happen. Part. It's going to be Chrono Trigger remake, and it's going to be by Tetsuya Nomura, <laughs> and everyone's going to be mad <laughs> because he's going to ruin it. Uh. <laughs> Because the frog no, he, is going to stand as tall as everybody else and be a human size. He's gonna size. he's gonna do what he did to, to Final Fantasy VII remake, which is admittedly really cool, um, but Messed fans hated it. Um, but yeah, just like I don't know, uh, Kingdom Hearts Four, more stuff about that. I don't yeah, need the game, but I would like some more info. 
I'm we, like the the fact that we already know it exists is like kind of already yeah. mind blowing to me. Yeah, and we've seen gameplay yeah ish of it, which is basically like reused from Versus thirteen, so it's kinda like, you know, it's been there. But I gotta play Chrono Cross, huh? Yeah. That's that's a game. Yeah, I never Chrono played Cross. it. Yep. No, I liked I liked Chrono Cross a lot. I don't love the uh the remake. Or the uh, the remaster that they've been that they did, but uh, Chrono Cross is a is a good. I mean, I got I got a machine that can play PS One games. I should probably play that video game. Playland saying New Castlevania. I'd love a New Castlevania. That'd be great. Uh, that'd be great. Just uh, give you know just what? make give make me make me uh, make me a Game Boy Advance Castlevania and yes. put it and put it on all current systems. Yeah, oh, that'd be great. That'd be awesome. Yep. New Mystical Ninja. I used to love the Mystical Ninja games on the Super NES and stuff. Uh, new Shinobi game. Oh, Sega do an actual New Shinobi game. Pokemon Unite for PC. We keep saying that that's just that's like a slam dunk for them, but they're so afraid to no, do it. No, they'll never so do it. So much money do you for know, them. God. Do you know what would be cool? A Ninja Gaiden reboot, but like a Souls-like, kind of like Neo. Sure. <laughs> Ooh, push cool. it even more in that direction. Mm. Push it even more that direction. I like that. Yeah, because the Ninja <sighs> Gaiden games were okay. Admittedly, but give me, but give me like you know, uh, like Ninja Gaiden one on X, on Xbox. Give me like that kind of like fast. That's what I'm, yeah, no, that's what I'm. <sighs> yeah, because right. Team Ninja can pump out games, so just be like, hey, <laughs> yeah, come on. <laughs> So good. There's a lot of stuff to look forward to, and we're yeah, feel free to throw more. I can't believe that all those things are coming too. <clears throat> Everything's coming for sure. Death, um, Death Stranding two, October twenty second, twenty twenty three is going to be an amazing. I I have feeling it's going to be an amazing year. We don't know anything else that's coming out. Um, we are and we we talked about it at some point earlier this year that uh, <clears throat> it. Games that are that have started during the pandemic now, people have kind of figured out the plan. Like we're now getting, we're now kind of finalizing the games that were meant to be released in 2020, 2021. Like stuff that was nearing completion, Starfield, uh, Suicide Squad, um, you know, uh, Redfall. All these games were meant to be released in like 2020, 2021, but kept getting pushed back. So now those are getting released. Okay. I think games that started during the pandemic. Uh, and this kind of the whole new work environment, people kind of figured out how to do certain things. So those, I think, are a little more solid in terms of, um, uh, you know, uh, how things are getting done. So I think yeah. 2023 is going to be a- an amazing, a pretty amazing year. I There's a reason happy. why 2021 yeah. and 2022 were overran by indie games. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, because <laughs> indies, that's, this is how indies work. It's always been remote. Um, so, yeah, it's it's going to be it's going to be fun. I think it's going to be a fun year for games. Yep. For games and gaming and gamers like us. And like you, our beautiful viewers and listeners. Uh we hope that um we hope that uh, your 2022 is fantastic. This is going to be our last episode before the new year. Uh thank you for joining us this year. It, it was um a really fun year for us. A uh, surprise we were just going over just some of the weird accomplishments that we did with side questing getting our logo in a freaking nintendo official nintendo video was mind-blowing for us if you have check out one of the was it the house of indies day um, five yeah day five 
uh, the big one where they they announced um, a bunch of stuff there and they showed Sports Story and all that kind of stuff. But they they listed Dustin Neon and uh, Dustin Neon. There's our big our big logo right at the very beginning of the video side questing, which was awesome. Um, game of the year or game of uh, the show at PAX. So no, it's been an awesome year for us. And that's happened. We were we're on Amazon. Our logo is on Amazon and on Best Buy's websites Buy, yeah. for games. So it's uh, no, it's a really cool, uh, cool, successful year for us. Looking forward to next year, having fun, being at C- at uh, PAX, being at uh, E3, and getting together in person more often if we can, and just having fun. Um, so yeah, we look forward to doing it with all of y'all. Uh, with that said, we want to wish you again a very happy holiday season, happy New Year. You can find us sidequesting.com, sidequesting TV on YouTube and on Twitch. Please just go through the videos and just hit like, 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 like. It helps so much in getting our viewership up and getting getting noticed. And I think that helps for the uh, the developers who want to get their stuff shown to us, um, you know, shown to the public. Like they will come to us if they see that we're actually getting. Getting, getting more views, which we are. So it's always awesome. Um, you can find us individually at Dolly Demofsky, at OKQuest, at Taylor Bliss. But most importantly, find us in the Discord where we have a lot of fun. We just had our Secret Santa. That was a blast. We got a lot of cool things. Um, I think there's still a couple presents that are that are still on the way, which will be a lot of, a lot of fun to see the reactions from those. And uh, we'll do some fun stuff for next year. I'm excited. I'm looking forward to it. Um, But with that said, we'll let you go and see you all on the next episode of The The Side Quest.